your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tuesday, September 28th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Ramondo Velez from PantherParkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. And thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, your first listen of the day. Along with the Locked On Panthers podcast, you could also follow the national show, Locked On NHL, anywhere you listen to podcasts, and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark as they'll be covering all the preseason activities around the National Hockey League. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent to you. I want to start this episode by talking about an article that George Richards of Florida Hockey Now wrote about yesterday about the seven-year anniversary of the Viola family purchasing the Florida Panthers. So on September 27th, 2013, the, the purchase became official for the Viola family of purchasing the Florida Panthers from then-owner Cliff Viner. And the Florida Panthers always had that reputation, and deservedly so, of being a cheap franchise. They had that reputation of instability, those rumors of whether they're going to move up north or not. And even with the Viola family coming around, there's still a lot of skepticism. Is is he going to come here and bring this team to up north? And even now, with the whole Phoenix Coyotes, excuse me, Arizona Coyotes uh, situation, with them being forced out of Gila River Arena in Glendale, they there's still rumors about Quebec City being a being a market that could have a hockey team. There could there was also rumors about Houston, Texas, possibly Hamilton, Ontario as well. And the Viola family they talked about in the moment that they purchased the team, they talked about being a family family business kind of deal. They talked about how they're going to hire hockey people to run their operation, and also putting their money where their mouth is. And the it took a while, I'll say that, with a playoff, one playoff, two playoff appearances now. In 2016, regression, they were still, they were still in the bit of their tank years, uh, slowly after drafting Jonathan Huberdeau in 2011, Sasha Barkov in 2013. First season under uh, Vinny Viola wasn't really great. That's when they ended up drafting Aaron Eckblad. But had Cliff Viner or even Alan Cohen before then still been around for 
the ownership of this team. Who knows if these players would even be here right now? Who knows if they would have been able to pay him what right now Vinny Viola is able to pay these people? Putting a GM in place who put a goalie excellence department led by Roberto Luongo and Bill Zito in this one, Rob Tallis as well, involved in the department. Going after a guy like Coach Quenville, a three-time Stanley Cup champion, and Dale Talon wasn't Viola's hire. So would Cliff Viner keep Talon longer, or would he have had him on a short leave leash due to impatience as well? I mean, it did run its course with Dale Talon, and of course, when he got let go by Vinny Viola, it was the appropriate time with an expiring contract coming around. So it ran its course. Viola still made the right decision to let him go and move on from Bill Zito. But the fact that you're also willing to invest into the community, into the hockey community, growing this sport around South Florida, a new practice facility in Fort Lauderdale, and Jameson Olive, the one time that he appeared on the show, talked about not only is it a financial investment that the Viola family has made to this community, but it's been an emotional investment. And part of the family aspect of things for the Viola family has also been like honoring like the military members every single game. You see the, even when you don't see it on the broadcast necessarily on Bally Sports, and they don't necessarily point the, the, the camera over on the TV broadcast of things, you hear the music every single time, though we could be heroes of them honoring a military member every single game. But then, of course, you see it in person as well, and you see that it, they're dedicating that to the military members. And, of course, uh, Viola comes from a military background as well. The facility that he's making is in the name, War Memorial Coliseum. Um, so he's creating like a community aspect based on that as well. So, the again, the ownership group got off to a rough start. I remember uh, back in the 2014 season when Steve Goldstein originally brought uh, Vinny Viola into the broadcast booth to, for like, I believe it was the first or second game of the season. This was when I was still living in South Florida uh, at the time. I remember that Viola was talking about how he grew up a New York Rangers fan. And now the moment that he purchased the Florida Panthers, that he is no longer uh, a fan of them, that this is my team now that I'm a, I'm a fan of this team. This is my, this is my baby. I'm, I'm paraphrasing his quotes, but that's pretty much what, he said there that, um, and when he was talking about family business, and of course, Panther fans like myself, and a lot of Panther fans, especially the older Panther fans, were very hesitant. They said, oh, here we go again. Because th think about it like this. When Wayne Heisinga, founder of the team, sold it to Alan Cohen in 2001 from Heisinga, and then... Viner only owning it for four years before eventually selling it off to Vinny Viola. And let's not forget that Viner was owner of the team 
when the Florida Panthers wanted to keep Stephen Weiss around and Stephen Weiss wanted to be around, continue his time with the Florida Panthers after being drafted fourth overall in 2001. And the ownership group at the time didn't want to pay him. And you let a franchise player walk out the door um, like that. And I know we're in a situation right now where Sasha Barkoff is in the middle of a contract extension, uh, in the middle of contract extension talks, excuse me, with Viola, Bill Zito, and company. But I get the sense that everything that Vinny Viola has done with building the community around and knowing that this is probably the best player in franchise history for the cats. I don't, I don't think that's a hot take at all that you find a way to keep them and that they're willing to find a way. And it right now at this point, it's all about the, the numbers and see what they could come up with for an actual agreement before the season starts. Then we should be getting a, contract extension talks I'm at least I'm hoping sometime in the next few weeks um but I don't get the sense that they will make the Viola family will make the same mistakes as Cliff Viner made when it was time to bring back uh Stephen Weiss who eventually signed with the Detroit Red Wings in free agency of 2013 so off to a, off to a rough start with the Viola family was able to get Aaron Ekblad as his very first uh, pick. A few, one playoff, two playoff appearances now. And now, it now looks like that for the first time in over almost a decade and a half, that it's going, it, it looking like the team on paper that the Florida Panthers right, have right now, it looks like that they're going to make back-to-back playoff appearances. And... I, I saw, I even went to click. I clicked on the comments and the quote tweets, the replies after. Not a lot of negative comments on the, on the post from George Richards. And if you want to go ahead and read that post from George Richards, I highly recommend to subscribe to Florida Hockey Now. It's not only an investment in um, paying a writer like George Richards, but it's also an investment in your own personal hockey knowledge and someone who's been around writing about the Panthers and talking about them longer than I have, even I learned a thing or two. So I highly recommend to subscribe to Florida Hockey Now by uh, George Richards. In the next segment, we're going to talk about possible sleepers to make the Florida Panthers roster out of training camp. You've been listening to Locked on Panthers. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers, RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. 
They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are, are reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch all the games live? Another that lets you stream your favorite shows? You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff? Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. One word that you're likely going to hear quite a bit throughout this training camp as the Florida Panthers make their tough decisions when it comes to their roster cuts being the veteran team that they are, being the contender on paper that they are, is there's going to be a lot of players who might not be able to crack the opening night roster. I spoke last week how I'm on Grigory Denisenko watch, and teams that are in rebuild mode have more opportunities to add their young players to the mix and have them from the start. But the Florida Panthers aren't in that situation as they're going for it now, to win the Stanley Cup now. And I was looking on Instagram earlier today and I saw that Puck Empire had sleepers to make the NHL rosters out of training camp for each of the 32 NHL teams. And the selection that Puck, um, Puck Empire had was Alexi Helponiemi. And this was posted yesterday, right before Heponiemi had his uh, goal in the first game of the doubleheader. And so far, so good for the former 40th overall pick from the 2017 NHL entry draft in the same draft that Owen Tippett was taken 10th overall in that one. And the the embarrassment of riches, the logjam that there is in the forward group. And there are logjams as well in the defensive pairings as well for the Florida Panthers. There's going to be that mix of who's going to be that seventh defenseman. Is it going to be... Is it going to be Kevin Connaughton? Is it going to be Marcus Nudavara? Is it going to be Matt Kierstead? But who's a player as well in that 
aspect who could be who could crack the opening night roster and for as far as the puck empire has uh alexi hepaniemi as far as overall for the team they don't have it by position they just select one player and they chose hepaniemi and so far so good he scored in, in the first game of the preseason but i also want to make a possible sleeper of my own in this one for the Florida Panthers on who could make the opening night roster as well. And my, my selection is Max Gildon. And Max Gildon had an incredible first season in the AHL, recording 19 points in 32 games for the Bakersfield Condors as he was on loan over there, and a plus-minus of plus 16 during his time. Hard-hitting defenseman, and even had some playoff experience at the AHL level last year in uh, Bakersfield. So are the chances of Max Godon making the roster for the Florida Panthers really great? Not necessarily, because of, like I said, logjam. And the Panthers, if that was one defenseman I would go with, would be... Max Gildan, also because of the fact that he's been in the system a lot longer as well, as opposed to like a John Ludwig who's been in the system for not as long, and Lucas Carlson as well, who was a player who was just traded from Chicago as part of that Brett Connolly deal. And he's a guy who plays on the left side of the defense. Though the Florida Panthers do, on the NHL roster, have players who could play on both sides with Mackenzie Weger and Brandon Montour, which is maybe the reason why I believe that Joel Quenville in both games and separate games went with Weger as the quarterback on the power play on one, and also Brandon Montour as the quarterback on the power play in the other game, because they could also go through different sides as well. So, along with them being at even strength, and Max Godon, with the knowing the system for the Florida Panthers, he signed his ELC in the middle of the COVID shutdown. Right as the NHL was shutting down, Max Godon signed his ELC, and at the time, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, at the time, sports was like on the last thing on my mind. At the time where we're just in the beginning of starting a global pandemic. So that was a sign, an ELC signing that kind of went under the rug when that signing was first going on for the Florida Panthers. So now that he has a, now that he had his ELC, played a year in the AHL, and now at 22 years old, he is familiar. I believe that he could be a sleeper for the Florida Panthers to make the opening night roster, but there's still quite a few players that he still needs to get through in order to make the roster. And if if he does start in AHL Charlotte, then then so be it. And same thing with Alexi Hepaniemi that Puck Empire has, and Alexi Hepaniemi is up to a great start for the Florida Panthers. In the next segment, we're going to talk about an incident that happened in the Ukraine Hockey League that needs to be taken out of the game. So 
Keep it right here on your first listen of the day, Locked On Panthers. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use that promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online. Your online sportsbook expert. Use the promo code Locked On. I hate that I have to talk about this, but yesterday in the Ukrainian Hockey League, there was a scuffle between Andre Deniskin and Jalen Smarek in the Ukrainian Hockey League. And after the scuffle and after it, Deniskin made a gesture to Smarek of peeling a banana and eating it. And for some context, Jalen Smarek is black. And that gesture, of course, went viral. And it's racism out loud. Not, there's no way to sugarcoat this. And in the heat of the moment, That is the response you go to for an opposing player. And when adversity hits, regardless of whether it's a scuffle in the middle of play, whatever, there's arguments between you and a friend, a falling out between a boss, an employee, a true color of somebody really comes out when you're told that something is not going your way or you're in the middle of a scuffle like Deniskin and Smerik were, what true colors are going to come out? Are you going to keep yourself composed or are you going to lose your composure and go after somebody? And Deniskin had this to say after the game. He had the audacity to say this statement. After the game, he said, quote, I respect all people regardless of their race or nationality. Emotions in hockey, unfortunately, are different. Close quote, Deniskin said. You know what? That statement from Deniskin is absolute, absolute bullshit. And I apologize for swearing, but if he really respected all people regardless of race, That would not have been the first gesture that told everybody around the hockey community, not just hockey community, regardless of whether you follow the sport, that tells the world what's really in his heart, that he had that ready to go. If he were to get in a scuffle with Smerik and would he have done it to somebody, a hockey, an opposing hockey player who wasn't of color? I don't know. I don't think so, honestly. And, oh, it just coincidentally happens to doing that gesture 
to, to an opposing player who happens to be of color. Mm, I don't buy that statement. And a player of that we know and love, Anthony Duclair, had something to say about that statement. And he says, quote, am I surprised? No. This is still a huge issue in this game. Can't wait to hear this punishment. A lot of the line for the future of this game, close quote. And Anthony Duclair has been through some of his battles with racism in the game. And one thing I was reminded of today was a fan throwing a banana at Wayne Simmons on the ice. And that was something that was planned. I mean, do I think this gesture by Deniskin was he went into this game wanting to do that gesture to Smerik? Not necessarily, but in the heat of the moment, he said, oh, this guy's going to get under my skin. What's the first thing I'm going to do? That gesture. That... uh, it just goes to show what's in somebody's heart. And the IIHF came out with a statement on the issue between Deniskin and Merrick. And the new president of the IIHF has a lot on his hand for just taking the reins. Uh, Luke Tardif said, quote, the, IA- the IIHF condemns in the strongest possible terms the actions of Andre Deniskin. There is no place for such blatantly racist and unsportsmanlike gesture in the spo- our sport in society. This is a direct assault on the ideals and values of our game, and we will ensure that all necessary ethics violations investigations occur to ensure that this behavior is sanctioned appropriately. And for this, you have to do something at least minimum of a one-year suspension for something like this, for something racist out loud. And IIHF even said it. And Anthony Duclair even said it about how the decision will determine the future of this game. And do we expect the IIHF to punish Deniskin appropriately, I don't expect it, but I hope that he gets a long-term suspension to send a message that this is not okay. Their statement says it, but will they actually back it up with a actual appropriate punishment for something that needs to be taken out of the game? And there's no excuses for it. And again, when adversity hits, your true character shows. And it's 2021 and we're still using racial slurs. Unacceptable. Be better, everybody. Treat each other well. It's not that hard. If somebody is coming after you, if somebody comes after me personally, usually I just keep a straight face and, and e- either walk away or don't give in to it. And each and every person can do the same thing it's just about weathering storms it's about not escalating situations and Deniskin did not do that appropriately but hey now we know who he truly is as a human being based on 
that gesture and he revealed a lot about himself in in that so i hate that i had to talk about this but it's something that i believe that people need to know about in order to create a change not only in the game of hockey but in the game of life too because everybody deserves to be treated equally regardless of color of skin and Deniskin's quote said it after but his actions did not show behind it that he truly does have respect so if you like what hearing please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the lockdown florida panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed your first listen of the day and for your second listen and third listen of the day make sure you subscribe to locked on nhl and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark as they'll be covering all the preseason activities around the National Hockey League. And when you're done listening to this episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, please listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast. Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Nee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.he, wherever you get podcasts. I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.